You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Or if you are new here, welcome to the Too Much on Her Plate podcast. A question that I get a lot around changing your eating or building a new relationship with food has to do with timing. I I hear a lot from women who are saying, you know, I have a lot going on. Life is really busy. There's a lot of stress happening. I'm wondering if maybe I should wait. Maybe there's a better time to do this. Maybe this isn't a good time to do this. Maybe I don't have enough time to devote to this. So let's talk about that question. Can you stop emotional eating when you're busy? You know, think about how many times today or this week you have said something about how busy you are, how much you have going on, how much is going on in your head, how much you can't do or what you don't have time for. Busyness is such a big component in so many women's relationships with time and with their lives, but also it's such a big component in so many women's relationships with food. Busyness and the related shortage of time and energy that goes with that contributes to overeating and emotional eating in a whole bunch of ways. And we'll talk about that. A lot of busy women are stuck in vicious cycles of being busy and then stressed and then overwhelmed and then off track with their eating because they're busy and stressed and overwhelmed and staying off track until life gets calmer. And then when life gets a little bit calmer, they dive back into another diet or another weight loss plan or another healthy eating mission until life gets busy and they get stressed and the cycle repeats itself. It's pretty common. And it's like that poster. You ever see that poster with a giant X that just says bang head here? Doing the same thing over and over, even if you work harder at it each time you do it, it's just going to keep taking you to the same place. So if you're busy, Jumping back into that cycle with eating and food and changing your eating and your food, it's most likely just going to lead you through another round of the same old thing, which is not to say that you can't stop emotional eating. And it's not to say that you can't stop any kind of overeating when you're busy, but to do it, you need to focus on your relationship with food, not the food itself. The way we relate to food the way we see food, the things we associate with food and with eating, the thoughts and beliefs that we have about food and what it does for us, these can all be powerful pieces of the puzzle when it comes to what we eat and whether we overeat. For a busy woman who's juggling a lot, it's pretty easy for your relationship status with food to be complicated, right? Food can easily become this stopgap measure or this band-aid for a lot of other things, and it can start taking up way too much space in your life. If you're really busy, sometimes it feels necessary to skip the work involved in preparing the healthy meal or the kind of food that your body really craves. Sometimes you're so busy chasing your to-do list that you might even forget that you had planned to eat a salad for lunch or to take that walk after work. Your busyness, it might put you in the mode of reacting instead of feeling in charge and purposeful and intentional. And this adds stress, and it can also be the perfect recipe for stress eating or eating to escape 
Or think about how you feel when you're busy, being too tired to do all the things that you think you should, in quotation marks, be doing. When you're busy and you're stressed, you can develop those habits around eating that don't really serve you. Eating for comfort, eating out of boredom, mindless eating, eating out of frustration, and reaching for something sweet when you feel like you need a reward or a little celebration. These are the band-aids. These are the ways that food becomes that stopgap. These are the easy traps that you can fall into. And when you start to think about how to escape them, that can feel really complicated. If you're already stressed and you're already busy, it can feel next to impossible to stop and to take the time to strategize what's a new, better way of doing things or to take a step back, right, and get a big picture view and to try to create a picture that doesn't involve emotional eating. So am I saying that you cannot change emotional eating when you're really busy? No, what I am saying is that if you're ready to address issues with emotional eating and overeating, the first step is not a diet. It's not a weight loss plan. And the answer definitely isn't that you have to wait until life gets perfectly unbusy. Never mind that that's unlikely to happen. If you're ready to make changes that last, the first step is fixing your dysfunctional relationship with food. So how do you fix a dysfunctional relationship with food? And just to be clear, I'm talking about a relationship with food that doesn't work for you or serve you. You are the only one that gets to decide if your relationship is dysfunctional. If it is, instead of starting with a diet, you want to reverse engineer things. You want to tackle the reasons that food has the power that it does. You want to tackle the hidden hungers that need to be fed. You want to deflate the power that food has in your life. Let's start by talking about taking control of your time. Now, you might love being busy, or maybe you don't. Either way, if busy is running your life, and if your personal goals and your priorities and self-care has fallen by the wayside, or if you're spending a lot of time feeling stressed or overwhelmed, then something's out of balance, and it's probably contributing to your overeating. Now, don't roll your eyes here. I know that might be brutally obvious. And don't roll your eyes because you're thinking, well, duh, but what am I supposed to do about it? Take a deep breath. Taking control of your time doesn't require a giant, unrealistic life overhaul. I'm going to say that again. Taking control of your time does not require a giant, unrealistic life overhaul. Most of my clients find that they control their time with little choices, little choices that are made in the present moment. Most of my clients find that the control happens with small shifts, small shifts, choices that don't require huge blocks of time taken out of your calendar. Instead of falling into that busy thought pattern of focusing on all the things you don't have time to do, focus instead on taking small doable steps toward spending time on things that you value. Focus on the little rituals and habits that bring your personal goals back into your radar. And I'll get specific about this in a minute. But before I do, I want you to start thinking about small ways, doable ways that you can start taking ownership of your time. This is almost for sure going to include nurturing your own self-care. When your spirit isn't being fed, you eat more. 
A common trap is overeating because you can't find the time or because you feel guilty taking the time to take care of yourself in other ways. And when that is going on, me time becomes a chocolate donut or a trip through the drive-thru. And things like stress relief, stress relief starts to be translated into a serving or two or three of comfort food or something sweet to top off the long, exhausting day. If you want to take your power back in your relationship with food, start by focusing on creating doable habits for feeding your spirit and not substituting feeding your stomach. Start by focusing on amping up your self-care routines. Get deliberate about ways to address your feelings and your needs with better tools and strategies. Now, again, don't get hung up on big, time-intensive things that you can't do. Your brain is going to want to give you a long list of reasons why you can't do this because, spoiler alert, you're busy. I know that. Yes, you're busy, and it's the small stuff and the doable choices that break the cycle. And while we're talking about all the things that your thoughts are going to tell you you have to do, let's step out of deprivation mode. Let's step out of that long to-do list of all the things that you feel like you have to give up or deprive yourself of if you want to have the relationship with food that doesn't include overeating and emotional eating. You want to set your intention on creating a relationship with food and a healthy lifestyle that you love. Set your intention, set your goal, not on feeling deprived or being strong, but on enjoying the relationship with food that you create, even if you don't know how to create it yet. A dysfunctional dieting relationship with food or a tough love attempt at, you know, changing your habits requires stamina and willpower and constant effort. It's a recipe for exhaustion, burnout, and stress, which will leave you tired and irritable and feeling guilty or ineffective and quite possibly overeating. A dysfunctional relationship, whether it's with food or anything else, is always a struggle. If you want to make changes that last, start by committing to creating a relationship that you are going to want to be in forever. One that contributes to your life. Yes, I'm talking about a relationship with food that contributes to your life, that adds more ease instead of stress, and that motivates you to continue with it, not one where you have to be motivated to make yourself have or be in the relationship. We're talking about busy here, busy lives, busy people. Your plan of attack for changing your relationship with food, your plan of attack for ending emotional eating, it doesn't need to be complicated or time-consuming. And in fact, When you're busy or short on energy, simple really is better. It's not a cop-out. And I'm going to keep repeating myself because it is so important. Even though it may be ingrained in your brain, you don't need to line up a bunch of difficult tasks that are based on deprivation. They won't work. You won't want to do them. And there really is a better way, even if your old diet thoughts are telling you otherwise. So take another deep breath, because what I'd love to do is share with you some simple things that even really busy women can do that will interrupt and even stop overeating and emotional eating patterns. The first thing you want to do is to really focus on minimizing mindless eating. And you can do that by setting a no multitasking rule while you eat. I know you feel time crunched. I know it feels productive to do more than one thing at once, but honestly, eating doesn't take that much time. 
And the research is so clear. Women who don't multitask when they eat feel more satisfied, they feel full sooner, and they feel satisfied sooner. So try this. It helps. The bonus is that being present allows you to make choices because you're present. And this makes us feel more effective. It makes us more effective and it puts us in control. Another way that you can feel more effective, be more effective and be more in control is to pay extra attention to transition times between activities. When you're busy, the transitions, the space in between ending one thing and starting another tends to disappear, or you have activities that even overlap. Now, I recorded two back-to-back episodes on transitions about what they are, why they're so key in breaking cycles of emotional eating and overeating, and how to start to pay better attention to them. So check those out if you haven't listened to them, and I'll put the link in the show notes. The thing is, people often stress eat at a transition, or they use food as a way to have a transition, or as a way to numb out, or to revive themselves, or to procrastinate. Instead, you can take back your relationship with food, rewrite your relationship with food by giving yourself even five minutes to pause, to breathe, to make a cup of tea, or to close your eyes and clear your mind before you dive into the next activity. Transitions are not time wasters. You're likely to find that they actually improve your productivity and making transitions your new best friend can make a huge difference in things like mindless eating or staying true to the food choices you want to make, decreasing binges or cutting emotional eating off at the past because in a transition, you can connect with what is going on inside of you. You can get more connected with what it is you're feeling and what it is that you're really needing that isn't food. When you're busy and you want to stop emotional eating, it's also worth paying attention to your lists. I don't know what your desk looks like, but my desk has a list on it right now. Most busy women have lists, sometimes too many lists, sometimes too many lists in all sorts of places, but that's another episode. One thing you can do to make an impact on your busyness on your sense of effectiveness, and relatedly your level of overwhelm, and the related overeating that comes with the overwhelm, one of the things you can do to make an impact on all of those things is to change the way you create to-do lists. From here on out, try making a second column in your to-do list and label that, who can help me with this? Who can help me with this? Don't fall into the trap of feeling too busy to take the time to ask for help. We've all said it. It's faster for me to do it myself, right? Maybe in the short run, sometimes, but hardly ever in the long run. If you fall into that trap of feeling too busy to take the time to ask for help, you're going to end up feeling more overwhelmed and quite likely overeating. I have another example of a simple step. You'd be amazed at how many busy women overeat or even binge because they don't eat enough. While your thoughts might be beating you up for eating too much and telling you you eat too much all the time, there's a really good chance, especially if you are someone who tends to overeat in the afternoon or at the end of the day or at night, there's a really good chance that you're letting yourself get too hungry. Maybe because you feel like you're too busy to stop to get something to eat. Don't do that. 
When you're hungry, you're more apt to lose control. You're more apt to make choices you regret. You're going to be less creative in your choices, and you aren't going to want to take more time to make a choice that might be a more complicated option. Set a reminder if you need to, but eat at regular intervals and pay special attention to lunch. I know it sounds basic, but remember, I said it's the simple, small things that can help you shift your relationship with food and stop emotional eating, even when you're busy. So invest time. Again, this can be just five minutes in making a plan, which could be even a simple decision about what you're going to eat ahead of time. Remember, this is especially important at lunch. So invest five minutes, make decisions ahead of time, make the time to eat lunch, create reminders to eat lunch. Don't let yourself get too hungry. It'll be worth it. When we're busy, we tend to be reactive. And that means we're jumping from one thing to the next without a lot of that meta thinking, that big picture thinking, that taking a step back thinking, and without a lot of introspection. Busy is often problem solving mode. So when you're busy, It is a very important time to find ways to connect with yourself and to stay aware of your feelings, your hunger, and your needs. You can keep it really simple. Set a reminder on your phone to just check in with yourself. You can do this during a transition. Just check in with yourself. You'll be more able to give yourself what you really need instead of letting hidden hungers like exhaustion or emotions trigger a binge or an episode of eating that you're going to regret. When we get overwhelmed and stressed, our thoughts tend to err on the dramatic side. I don't have time. Everything seems like a big project. You can leverage the value of five minutes. You almost always have a few minutes, and a few minutes can make all the difference in refreshing your mind or shifting your mood or getting a bit more oxygen to your brain. Things like taking a quick walk, even if it is just around the office or around your house or out to the mailbox, getting a change of scenery, doing some easy stretches or watching a funny video online. These things can help you recalibrate and recalibrating, getting grounded, getting in touch with yourself can help you avoid stress eating when you're feeling overwhelmed. Okay, a few more thoughts. If you are busy and if you are struggling with emotional eating, then you're probably going to want to pay attention to what goes on at night because night eating is a big problem for busy women. Busy women tend to leave it all out there and then they come home ready to collapse or they come home and then they do their second shift working on taking care of the family and taking care of the house and then they're ready to collapse with nothing more to give. And so you know what doesn't get given? Self-care, self-nourishment, kindness, compassion, rewards at the end of the day. And you know what ends up taking the place for these things, right? It's night eating. If you're busy, you want to strategize to avoid night eating. Night eating is a huge topic. I've created whole courses on this. But don't let your busy brain get overwhelmed on this or make it overly dramatic or too big. Start by honoring the fact that it's something to pay attention to. Start by creating a wind down ritual that includes nice things for you without including food. Start creating a ritual that allows you to be tired and get your rest earlier rather than later. So yes, you can stop emotional eating even when you're really busy. 
you can create a new and better relationship with food, even when you're busy. And in fact, I would argue that when you're busy, it is even more important to pay attention to these things because your time and your energy are precious and spending those things in the ways that are of most value to you finding ways to stay connected to what it is that you are feeling, what it is that you really need so that you can take care of yourself in the best way possible so that you can show up for all these things that are so important to you. I think this is a critical time, a really great time to start paying attention to patterns with food that you don't like. And again, it is not about starting with the pattern with food. It is about starting with the relationship with food that you have, looking at how it is and isn't serving you and start looking at starting to look at the small doable changes that you can make because it really is the small doable changes that usually have the biggest impact. And as always, it's going to be really important to ignore your ever present inner perfectionist. You're going to be busy. Life is going to be real. And when things don't go as planned or when they go totally off the rails, look for the opportunity. What's the learning in that moment? How can you use the situation where things didn't go as planned or went totally off the rails to adjust your strategies so that as you move forward, they fit you better and better? You can be busy, even really busy. And yes, you can still redesign your relationship with food. You don't need to wait for a perfect time to change emotional eating habits. I'm going to say that one more time. You don't need to wait for a perfect time to change emotional eating. Take it moment by moment, step by step. Keep it doable and don't worry about getting it perfect. You've got this. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open, and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work-with-me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built to last. Check it all out at toomuchonherplate.com forward slash freedom, and I'll see you inside.